there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to the Crosswinds Unleashed podcast. Each week, we're dedicated to bringing the best stories of biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Let me give a special shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, and Sheldon Boyce, our assistant producer, and all the work that they do uh, enabling this podcast to be put out weekly. I appreciate them so much, and if you like this podcast, I'm sure you do as well. If you want to learn more about this podcast or anything Crosswinds related, head on over to our website at crosswinds.church. Well, this is part two of a two-part, obviously, podcast uh, on on Mother's Day weekend. I'm, I'm sitting here with with Aaron and Vanessa and Maddie, who are part of our Kids Men leadership here, uh, who do an outstanding job along with their ministry partners, providing such a such a uh, well-rounded kids ministry. Um, and last week we sort of talked about their story a little bit and began to look at. Uh, sort of how that has bled into the ministry they do here at Crosswinds. In this episode, we're going to spend a lot more time talking specifically of how Crosswinds Kidmen is partnering with with parents and and caregivers of these kids as they come in, and and hopefully at the end maybe give a word of encouragement to you uh, if you're listening, if you're a mom or uh, a single father, caregiver, whatever. Um, we just want you to know that we are here to partner with you, and we appreciate the the job of uh, of parenting of caring for these kids and 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 what a responsibility and what a privilege it is as a church to have you um, trust us those of you who are part of crosswinds with your children on the weekends um, not the whole weekend just for about an hour or so on a weekend <laughs> but we appreciate that so much we do not take that lightly one of the things that that I learned really quick coming to crosswinds being grafted into this church family was the long history of allowing the children and teens of this church to be a priority. Um, if you are, have ever been on our campus, the, the, the whole layout of the campus is, is the design coming from what was the original sanctuary all the way spreading out to ministry spaces that was going to be used for children and teens. Uh, when they could have chosen to to build a, a sanctuary, another sanctuary which would just have housed adults, they they on purpose did a multi-purpose room gymnasium, so it could be used by students and children. Uh, the children's wing, the 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 box is where the students meet, you know, for their for their worship part of their service. Every, the whole building has been sort of stretched out way before I got here as they were planning these different phases to care for the for the children and the students. And, and that has not wavered. Like that that's a part of our church's DNA. And so really from the from the start, I guess a question I have for you before you talk about partnering with parents, what, what does it what does it feel like for you to carry on a legacy of of making sure that children have that type of priority within our church family? And Vanessa, since you know you're you're from outside the church coming in a little bit, talk to me about that. Outside this church, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been um, in church and I've been in kids' ministry in multiple different capacities. Um, and I feel like uh, you can just tell the difference. Um, and I feel so privileged to be a part of this team and um, even outside the building, but just as a staff, uh, that everyone has that same mission that teens and kids are um, just as valued and just as important. And um, the mission to be able to care for them and to uh, lean into them is big. I mean, we don't 
think that because they're young, they can't learn or that they can't do things. We've got kids serving. We've got middle schoolers and high schoolers serving and um, taking these big steps. And so it's just, I feel like, completely um, mixed in every part of the culture here. And I think that's super clear if you have any conversation with anyone on staff and most of the people in congregation as well. Now, Maddie, did you grow up? Is that would that be accurate to say? Pretty much in the, in the children's ministry here, and then high school, then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I mentioned it um, last week, but um, uh, kids' ministry here at Crosswinds definitely had a huge impact on my life, um, and definitely student ministry too. Um, I came to Christ in kids' men for sure, but um, I was baptized in student ministry, um, and it was definitely. A highlight of my week, Wednesday nights. Um, I looked forward to it just as I looked forward to um, kids' ministry on Sunday mornings. Um, looking back, all of the people who served had a huge impact on my life. Um, I still talk to um, almost all of them um, still. I'm still in, in touch with all of them, all of my small group leaders and everything from over the years. Um, I still have friends from my small group in kids ministry, friends from my um, student ministry small group, um, all of it. Yeah. Um, Crosswinds as a church definitely just um, raised me, I would say. so. Do you have anyone who is serving alongside you now as a ministry partner who led you when you were a child or a teen? Let me think. I don't uh, – definitely in student ministry. Definitely okay. in student ministry. One of the first people that comes to mind would be my Aunt Betty. Okay, yeah. Um, and definitely Wendy, too. Yeah, okay. Um, she was actually my student ministry um, small group leader growing up, and now we're in, like, an adult small group um, that meets every other week. And so that's super great. She's had a huge impact on my life over the years, both in student ministry and outside of it. So you've been allowed to, in in the context of ministry here and within the Crosswinds family, have been allowed to be seen as like they don't see still see you as a, like a four year old, you know, right? So you've <laughs> yeah. been allowed to actually become an adult in their eyes and and be a part of those things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been great here. Everybody um, on staff throughout. Um, ever since I was a kid um, up until now, has just been so, so kind to, to me and my family and definitely just played a huge part in raising me. Aaron, so talk to me a little bit about that legacy and carrying on that legacy. And what some people may not know, they may have if they heard it in a past podcast, but you came on uh, right before pretty much COVID. Uh, and so, you know, like that was huge. Like, you know, yeah. wow, this is exciting. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on with the world? Um, right. But talk to me about sort of that legacy and carrying that on. And you guys are doing such a great job under your directorship. I think that's a word. Uh, but uh, yeah, sort of talk to me about that, the legacy and, and what you're continuing to do with that. Yes. Uh, so my family has been a part of Crosswinds for now just about 12 years. Uh, so when we first came to Crosswinds, um, we came in a in a different uh, situation, I guess, you know, we came as parents and um, before, you know, I was involved in, in kids ministry. And so really, as we uh, were looking for a church that fit our family, kids ministry was a huge part of that equation. Um, I believe when we first came to Crosswinds, our kids were, oh boy, like nine 
nine-ish, seven-ish, uh, no, something like that. I don't know, three. Our youngest was was just a baby. Um, so, you know, that was something that we definitely looked at closely. Um, so we knew, um, well, especially from my experience growing up too, just what a big part that um, kids' ministry could potentially play um, in our children's um uh, relationship with God. And um, so that was something, like I said, that we just looked at really carefully. Um, and so I began serving in kids ministry um, shortly after we first started attending, probably within the first year. Um, so um, just really being a part of kids and getting um, more involved, um, like I said, first as a parent, then as a ministry partner. Um, and then I've been on staff now for almost five years. Um, and like you said, too, just um, stepping into my role as a kids director right before um, COVID hit, too, yes, was just an interesting um, time. But um, it just really did help me realize all the more how much, uh, how important um, just keeping kids ministry um, a part in these of these families lives, especially when we were physically separated for a while too, and to be able to still find a way to connect with those families and um, minister to them. So let's say I'm a, I'm a parent, grandparent, uh, you know, I'm a caregiver of these children. What happens, like, so I park, okay? So that would probably be your first important thing if you're coming here to park in the parking lot. And let's say I'm coming into the, the kids' wing, right? So I'm, I'm coming into those doors. We, For those of you who are listening, may not know our building. We have three pretty entrances on Sunday morning, but only two major ones. One's sort of a smaller entrance, which is sort of funny because I think it's the prettiest of all our entrances. Uh, but there's a small parking lot. But then there's the kids' parking lot, which is sizable, then the other parking lot. And, and so if I'm coming into Kidsmen parking lot, which goes directly into Kidsmen, um, what, what am I first going to see uh, as I come in? Who, who wants to jump into that? I will. All right. <laughs> well, uh, we hope that you're greeted by friendly faces. Uh, somebody, right at the door, right? Yes, yeah, somebody opening the door for you, welcoming you, and hopefully uh, letting you know we're glad to have you with us. And um, if it is a family's first time with us, too, um, we'll direct them over to our hub area where uh, somebody can get them um, put into our system and um, get them all checked in and show families around to um, find out the ages of their kids and where the appropriate classrooms are for their kids and um, be able to connect um, the kids with each of their small group leaders or ministry partners that are serving in that particular area too and um, hopefully just creating a very welcoming environment. And every kid gets a name tag, right? Yes. And then to pick up the child, you you have to have... Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a code. It's like the parent gets their own yep. number that all the kids have. And, yeah, you have to show the ministry partners that number in order to get your kid. You know, it's important uh, to anyone who's listening. You know, I know um, – I think it was you and I, Vanessa, who were talking a while back um, about a parent who came in and wanted to know what security protocol was. Yeah. 
And and that's something that, of course, you know, unfortunately, 2023 is going to be on the forefront of, of a parent's mind, a caregiver's mind, a, a, you know, whoever. Uh, and so talk to me a little bit, Vanessa, about the security procedures mm-hmm. that are here that you can talk about. I mean, mm-hmm. there are certain things that maybe you don't want to say because it would sort of not be wise. But, but what would you say to a parent who has a question of, you know, how secure is my child when I'm in the worship center and they're over here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, great to ask those questions as parents so that you can feel at peace of mind too. We do take that super seriously. Um, you know, all of our ministry partners are background checked. Um, and, you know, beyond that, you know, we're meeting with them, having conversations with them. So it's not just the background check, but we're also kind of doing that gut check as well with our ministry partners. Um, we train them. So each door has the night lock system. So it's um, just this little I shouldn't say little, but it's this piece that goes into the ground that connects to the door. So you can't get into the door because um, it's bolted into the ground. Um, so all of our ministry partners are trained in that. Every room has a walkie-talkie. We have a great security team throughout Crosswinds. So, um, you know, God forbid anything were to happen, we would all be notified at the same time and we would all be able to, you know, do the procedures that have been given to us and we've been trained to do um, depending on the situation that we're in. That's great. That's great. And, um, you know, so they come in, they, they, uh, they sign up their child, uh, they come and pick up the child, then they head out. Um, but ministry doesn't stop there. Mm-hmm. And so talk to me. You talked to last week about the, the emails that are being sent out. Um, who would like to sort of talk a little more about what's that ongoing connection with a parent even when they're not on campus? Jump in, jump right. in. Yeah, sure. Aaron, Aaron, well, I was you like, had the emails, yeah. And everyone's looking at you, so. Um, so, yes, we do send out a regular email to uh, families that are um, in our system, um, just keeping them um, up to date with um, things that are going on in kids' ministry, upcoming events that we may be having, um, opportunities especially um, for their kids to invite friends to uh, special occasions. And we do also provide just an overview of the curriculum that we'll be following um, each month and Bible stories that we'll be covering, um, Bible verses too. We, um, a few years ago, started um, a scripture memory program too. So kids have, in elementary school, have um, about five verses um, that they're challenged to memorize each month. So uh, those verses are listed in there as well. Um, we have um, tip videos for, um, as Vanessa had mentioned in the previous podcast, uh, videos to help parents um talk to their kids about um, maybe difficult topics, um, things going on in today's world that maybe they just need a little bit of help in how to address those things. Um, And we often will provide um, resources um, to recommend, you know, for parents to supplement um, uh, regarding specific topics, you know, that they may be dealing with with their kids as well. And we acknowledge that parenting is not easy. Yeah, right. And so anything we can do to come alongside a parent to help them is, is you know, is crucial for us. It's part of our calling uh, to do that. One of the things that I love, uh, you talked about the scripture memory, which, by the way, the kids are amazing at it. Mm-hmm. It's so challenging, um, is uh, you have an award system. And and I, I uh, when I was in children's ministry, we didn't have an a, a award system, um, which makes me a little jealous. Uh, because you got really cool stuff that they can get if they do certain things. Talk to me a little bit. Erin, talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, so it's funny. You know, just this past Sunday, actually, I had um, a 
young guy come up to me at the end of service. He's in ninth grade now and said, oh, boy, you, you didn't have this when I was in kids <laughs> ministry. I just missed it. And I think, yeah, he was feeling a little like you missed out a little bit. But um, it's really just, a you know, an incentive program that sure. we have for kids to really encourage them to uh, get into God's word and um, to make God a part of their daily life, daily habits. And um, like we mentioned, memorizing scripture, memorizing books of the Bible, getting into the habit of bringing their Bible to church. Um, they can get uh, points for bringing a friend to church too. So just a way, like I said, to really encourage them to make good choices and um, to keep God at the center of those choices too. But they can actually earn some really cool things. Yeah. I, I was standing next to a, a grandfather, this was some time ago, and they had for the first time brought their grandkids and one of them ran up and said, I can I come back next week? There's something there I need, you know, and, <laughs> and was so excited about that. And, you know, when I was a student pastor back in the day, you know, I always used to say I would beg and borrow to, to get students to come and then hear the gospel, you know, unashamedly. You know, if a free piece of pizza would get them there, then I'll, I'll give them a free piece of pizza, right? Uh, so they can hear the gospel. And it's just so cool to see um just the just children just so excited about doing these things. Many of them would do it anyway uh, because as they're learning scripture is becoming a part of them, I get that. But but just having that incentive program is just a really, really neat addition um, that I think you and Brian brought in. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so uh, Brian was our family pastor. And so, yeah, it's such, such, such a great thing. It's so exciting to see the kids when they're coming out, if they earn something, you know, they're really excited about it. And they can't wait to get into the Word and, and continue on. And so... It's a real my, – my only concern is that adults are going to start to want an incentive program <laughs> and, and, and our toys are bigger. So I'm yeah. not sure how that would how that would even would even go. Well, as we're talking about the Mother's Day program here, and, and uh, you know, we're not just speaking to moms, obviously, and I hope if, if, if individuals are out there, but um, who aren't moms, maybe they're a single father, maybe, maybe they're grandparents bringing their kids, caregivers, you know, maybe, maybe that way um, – you know, uh, what would be a word of, of advice, encouragement, Matt, I'm going to start with you, word of encouragement or advice that you would give to those who are listening, who are caring for children. And so from Crosswinds Kids Men, Maddie, what would you say to them as a word of encouragement or, or advice or, or whatever, whichever way you want to go? I would say um, uh, I know parenting is not easy. I've never done it, but... <laughs> but you've had parents. I've had parents. Yes, right. I've had parents. I have siblings. I know that um, it's not an easy journey, and nobody is perfect. And I would so I would say just um, give yourself some grace. Um, I know that's what Jesus would do. Absolutely. Um, like I said, nobody is perfect. And so if you feel like you're not doing a good job or you feel like you're not enough... Um, just don't let it discourage you. Um, keep on bringing your kids to kids ministry where we can we can come alongside you and help pour into their lives as well. Um, and just just try to remind yourself that you're you're doing a great job. Yeah, that's great. That's great, Vanessa. Um, I would say too, church is a great place for parent community. Um, 
So if you're in a season or a time where you don't feel like you have other parents that you can go to or lean on, come to church and you will find them because everyone wants to learn from one another here. It's been so fun just seeing um, new families come in and then, you know, a few months later, them walking alongside other families who have been established here for a while um, and becoming really great friends and their kids are friends and um, they're able to do life together. And so, you know, it's Kids ministry is so much more than the kids. It's um, the people that you meet along the way. And so I just think there's such great opportunities as parents um, to be in church with your kids and um, to just be able to make those connections. Yeah, I think there's something um, powerful, in, you know, you're, you're speaking of that, of being in a place where you have shared values. Yeah. Um, you know, with a culture that has shifting values. Mm-hmm. Uh, all cultures do. I don't care, you know, everyone's, oh, the good old days, where they weren't always that good either. I mean, the culture has always had shifting values. Um, But since we base ourselves upon what the Scripture teaches us of God in in the Christian life, um, we have core values that have been around since uh, the beginning of of God's written word uh, that we we share as we gather together here. And and so when you talk about those um, parenting clusters or caregiver clusters, it's it's, uh, powerful to be in a place where... Where you're sharing those values, sharing those concerns, and praying over your kids, yeah. and and realizing that they're being taught the the same, you know, not just virtues, but but the same word of God, and 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 understand what it means to walk in relationship with Him, and the impact we can make on our culture. Uh, we don't need to fear the culture, but we shouldn't have the culture raising our kids. Yeah. We should be raising our kids up so they can make an impact on culture, and that, that's entirely different. And so I know in, in my own life as a parent, um, the church has been an invaluable uh, blessing uh, to my wife and I as we've raised our kids and had uh, people always in our homes from our church and their kids as well and doing just doing life together, yeah. just doing life together. Aaron, what word of encouragement or would you give to those who are out there? Um, Well, I would really echo what Vanessa said, too. Um, I speak not just as a member of kids' ministry team, but as a parent, too. And um, just from our personal experiences raising our four kids, I mean, I know the job of raising kids is not over when, you know, they're graduate high school or whatever, but um, our kids are older, but... Um, just realizing the importance of having uh, the support of a church community, um, a group of um, believers that can encourage each other and um, just pray for one another and um, share in some of the um, questions that that you may have or concerns that you may have and um, just to realize that you're not alone either and that, you know, most of us have probably gone through, you know, something that someone else is going through or similar and um, that, you know, we hope that we can really be a resource to um, just continue to encourage and support families. That's great. And, you know, I, I would just say, you know, and, and I'll just echo what the three of you have already said, and that is that, you know, we exist obviously to glorify God. That's that's the purpose, but uh, to make Him and make Him known. Um, but we're here for them, right? We 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 do what we do on the weekends, whatever it is, and, and any other time as a church, actually, not just as the weekends. Everything we do is for God and for others. And so, you know, it's not about coming out to, to Crosswinds Kidmen 
to in any way build the program, uh, that program exists for you. And so if you're listening to this, just to know that it's there for your kids, it's there for you as parents and caregivers. Um, that's why we exist. And, and uh, you know, that we, we care so deeply about what God has placed in your heart as a parent, your heart as a caregiver, that we just want to be able to do whatever we can to unleash that in, in your life. And, and Maddie, I love what you said, because we can be so trapped by our past and think, well, I wish I had done this, wish I had done this. And, you know, years ago, I heard an old Japanese proverb that has that's, always stuck with me. And that's, you know, yesterday is a canceled check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. Today is the only uh, cash you have on hand. And, and today, you know, I just encourage you, um, make that decision maybe you wish you had made and, and act on that decision. Don't wait until later, later in the future. You know, today is a day you have opportunity. And today is the only, right here and now, this moment is the only thing you have somewhat control over. And I say somewhat because there are things that are out of our control, but we have somewhat control over right now. And I just want to encourage you that it's a precious moment. Wherever you find us, wherever you're listening us, wherever you're at, it's a precious moment the Lord has given you. So seize it for him. Um, again, thank you so much, Maddie and Vanessa and Aaron, for all the hard work you do in leading the kids' men for doing such a wonderful job with our ministry partners. Um, it, is, it, is, it is noticed. It is noticed not just by me, but the entire church. And I know our community. Uh, people hear about what you what you're leading here, and I appreciate that so much. And thanks for taking time out of your day to to be here and be a part of these podcasts. Thank you, the listener, for taking time out of your day and listening. Uh, again, if 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 you want to learn more about this podcast or Crosswinds, want to learn more about the Kidsmen, head on over to Crosswinds.church. That's where you'll find all out about all things about this podcast, all things about Crosswinds. You can communicate with us through there. If you have some questions about our Kidsmen, you can actually send those questions through through our webpage, and uh, we'll be sure to get back to you and answer your questions. Uh, but for now, be blessed and bless others. Mm-hmm.